So, Brandon, do you want to kind of let people, if they don't know who you are, let them know who you are? Let's yeah, give give the people the, what so, they want. So, uh, I'll give you the quick uh, quick story. So, about eleven years ago, um, I moved to Arizona. 11, 12 years ago, moved to Arizona and wanted to get into real estate. I think like a lot of people read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich. So I knew that real estate was going to be a way to, you know, wealth. And um, I found a podcast. This is when podcasts are still pretty new mm-hmm. called Flip to Freedom. And there's a guy in Phoenix, Arizona, where I lived that had this podcast called Flip to Freedom, which happened to be Sean Terry. So I found out that Sean lived locally and I was able to get in contact with him. And Sean would have like little meetups and we would go to like a, um, like a little bakery uh, and we would like a Panera bread or something like that. And we would um, have about like five of us, eight of us together. And he would talk about how to write yell letters and how to find deals and stuff. And at the time I was working at Wells Fargo, I was working like 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Sean also at this time, he launched a a program called the flip to freedom Academy, like the Mm -hmm. one, the original flip to freedom Academy. I was like the 36th or 37th person to sign up. Wow. So I remember it was like $97 a month. I was afraid to tell my wife that I was signing up for something so expensive (laughs) and, (laughs) Isn't that and, crazy now? And 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 it, it made all the difference because I learned how to do marketing. Um, I found my first deal off a of Craigslist. Um, my family would go to bed at night. I would write down all the phone numbers of for sale by owners and I would call them on my breaks and my lunch break at work. And I only focused on Mesa, Arizona, because that's where I lived at the time, and Tempe, Arizona, because that's where my work was. I worked for Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Right. And so I only had time to make a few calls and maybe stop by places after that. So I found my first deal as an inherited property off of Craigslist, asked Sean to come over and help me. Uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do paperwork or anything. Uh, we got the deal locked up and it was my very first deal was a joint venture deal. It was a co-wholesale deal with Sean Terry. Wow. And we sold the deal for $11,000. We split it 50-50. But what's ironic is um, 30 days before that, I wrote down on an index card and I wrote down a goal on an index card. And I just said, I will make $5,000 through wholesaling in the next 30 days. And wow. I made $5,500 the day after my birthday, which was 31 days. Wow, man. So it, it manifested itself. It sure did. Yeah. Go to InvestorThrive.com right now to check out some of our free training on how you can make money as a real estate investor or schedule a time with me so we can chat about our mastermind mentorship and how we can help you learn how to wholesale nationwide and grow your business. Yeah. Wow. And, and everyone remembers their first deal. This was the craziest deal. I mean, the lady, we had to help her. move. I took a day off of work. We helped her move into an apartment. Oh. Sean was like hooking up the cable, hanging up pictures. Oh, we were God. moving furniture. Um, she had a lot of animals. She had a dog that was literally on its on dust doorstep. Yeah, yeah. it stunk. Dog. It literally was that. She she said, "I don't have the heart to go put it down. Will you please take it to go put it down?" Like the dog. Oh, even, we, had to, we had to pick it up, bring it down to go go get the dog put down. And we thought we were all done. And she's like, oh, no, we, we have the we have the tortoise in the backyard. And I'm like, a tortoise? What? Oh, gosh. So we go to the backyard and there's this gigantic, like, humongous desert tortoise that was just buried, like, buried itself in the backyard. So we had to call the Phoenix Zoo to come. It was a herpetologist or something. Come and pick up the tortoise 
and bring it to the zoo. So we donated it to the zoo. So that was my that's, first deal. That's that's unreal, bro. So let me ask you a question because a lot of people, when they hear that you went and worked with Sean or some other people when you co-wholesale, could you have gotten this deal without Sean at that time? Um, it was very helpful to have Sean. Could I mean, you have he, done it though? Done, I, I probably could have, be, because of some education, I probably could have done it and I would have, I would have stumbled through it. But I really feel like, and I'm a big believer in this, is, is to lean on the experts, lean on people that have done it before. Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to learn so much more in a shorter amount of time, you know, doing that deal with him. But kind of, I, I believe that you should look for mentors. I think that mentors are great and that they can help you get where you want to go a lot faster. Yes. Yeah, so the reason why I asked you is because could like, do you think you would have been able to find the buyer that paid, uh, got you the $11,000 fee at that time, at least? Mm, it, it would have taken me longer. I mean, for him, it was instant. It was pretty much a phone call or two. Okay. Like the same day. It was just quicker, less hassle. Cause you powered a lot. Up lot, and a lot. Okay. Yeah. I went a lot faster for sure. Because what I found is when people do deals themselves, like without a mentor, without wholesaling or help asking for help in the beginning, they usually can get it done if it's a deal, but they don't make as much because um, their buyers aren't as strong. Like I know in the beginning when we first started wholesaling, if we we left a lot of money on the table because we were getting I mean, people, the buyers can smell, you know, they can smell if there's blood (laughs) in the water. They know if you're new and they're like. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to offer you this, you know, or we actually had a buyer who right before we we're about to close was like, yeah, guys, I'm actually going to have to be a lot lower. And he like beat us up like a couple days before close, but we were new. So we're like, yeah, whatever. We, we just want the deal done. <laughs> we just want to close it. Right. Get the, yeah, it, it, it's, it's been a big help. Now Sean's been a big mentor of mine and I know, you know this, but not everyone knows this, but um, fast forward a couple years later, I was still in the mortgage business. I have done several deals Sean asked me to come work for him. So I went to go work for Sean as his disposition manager. So I did dispositions yeah. and some acquisitions. Um, a couple, And then I became the COO, the chief operations officer. I, I ran the whole real estate company, basically. Wow. Um, Sean would go on vacation to California and we'd hear from him on a Monday morning meeting once in a while. But most, you know, all summer long, we pretty much did it all on our own and um, it was because of Sean's guidance and help and processes that he already had in place, but we were doing right out of the gate. Uh, this is kind of give you an idea of my, f- how much it, of a difference it made. So as an employee, as a mortgage person, I think my best year was probably close to $80,000 in a year. That, and that's a pretty good year. Yeah. And whenever I went to go work for Sean, my very first year, I made $175,000 and never made less than that again. Wow. So Sean, he convinced you to leave your job and that really benefited you. Yeah. I had the golden handcuffs. I didn't want to. And I was scared because I had benefits. I had a good paying job. And, but the people at the mortgage company said, Hey, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back. They love yeah, me. So I was felt, like, Oh, sweet. So safe. I felt like I was safe. So. Have you ever wanted to go back? No, not once. <laughs> but you say you're working 60 hours a week. That What were they having you do over there? At Wells Fargo. Uh, well, it was during the big refinance boom. They had, you know, uh, the harp loans. It was right after the crash. And a lot of people were upside down and trying to refinance homes and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. what do you think about what's happening right now with interest rates going up? I think they're at 5.2% right now. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, the Fed just raised it right today. Yeah. 
I was driving. Um, there's billboards in Salt Lake City, Utah, where they have like the interest rates, like right on, like they change yeah. every day. Oh, really? Yeah. So you drive. Almost like, like gas prices or something. Yeah, you're driving. You see a billboard that says Mortgage Mike, and it's like five point one, and you're like, oh no, and it keeps going right. up. The re- that's how I got my name, Real Estate Nate. As I was driving, I saw a billboard that said Mortgage Mike. I said, man, I wish I had a cool name like that. And then I was like, Real Estate oh. Nate. Then it was born. There it was goes. born. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. What do you well, think about the interest rates going up? What What are you hearing? Well, today's Today's May fourth, two thousand twenty-two. So, um, I think that if we're in a in a football game, we're beyond the fourth quarter. I think we're in overtime. Mm-hmm. I think we're in overtime. Um, interest rates are going up. We're we've had double digit, um, uh, you know, pr- uh, prices on on houses have gone up like. In Phoenix, Arizona, if we have a 50% drop on houses, mm-hmm. it goes down to the prices that they were two years ago. Crazy, man. Unreal. So um, I, I think I think we're I think we're towards the top. Uh, one of my students gave us um, gave an example. <clears throat> kind of like if we're on a roller coaster, we're at that little point right before you kind of you know, and before you go down. So so I you, don't know we're going who knows exact, you think we're going who knows exact date and the exact month, but I think it's probably this year. I think it's this year. Um, it may trickle on depending if there's any uh, government programs that come out. But I mean, we had, we've had what evictions postponed. We had foreclosures postponed um, investors. It's easier for investors to buy more properties, especially the hedge funds and stuff like that. So inventories dried up. Um, well, I think there's going to be oppression. Do you do you think the prices are going to like drop pretty significantly low, even though there's not, the inventory is really low? Because that's usually what stops the the prices from going down is the inventory. There's not a lot of inventory. So there's a there's a shadow inventory. There's a lot of people like, well, we have no inventory, and there's they're right. There's for active listings in Maricopa County, we're under four thousand listings, active listings. Yeah, it's like a good healthy oh, mar- wow. healthy market's over thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. That's a healthy market. Um, so we're definitely low, but what's happened is there's over 16 million vacant homes in the United mm-hmm. States right now. And there's just in Florida alone, it's almost one, I think it's 1.6 million alone. Yeah. Yeah. 1.7. So, so what's so I, the solution I, I think here? there's a shadow inventory. Okay. Shadow inventory. So what were we talking about for the call? You're saying, be prepared to buy the right way, right? Yeah. So what do you mean by as that? As a wholesaler, as a wholesaler, and I love wholesaling, right? We can buy in an up market. We can buy in a flat, stagnant market. Or we can buy in a down market. It's just a matter of adjusting your offer to that. And if you're doing any buy and hold stuff, if you're doing any sub two investing, or it just make sure you're buying it right. Make sure it cash flows. And um, especially if you're doing any wraps, sub twos, carrybacks, any of that stuff, and you have a balloon payment in the next, you know, three to five years, just get a clause in there allowing you to extend another three to five years if you need to. So let's talk about that clause. What would that look like? The clause would say, what would it say? It's, it's pretty much whatever you want to say. I, on my very first seller carryback deal, it was a, it was a real estate agent that owned it free and clear. She was just stuck on her price. She just wanted her price. So we gave her a down payment. We gave her a good interest rate. I had a balloon in five years. That means we had to pay off that loan in five years. 
Mm-hmm. But one of my friends and mentors, he just helped me write out this clause that for an extra thousand dollars, we can extend for another five years. Okay. And the payments, so, everything stays the same. Everything stays the same. Yeah. So what? And you don't even have to give a thousand dollars. You can just say we have the right to extend for another five years, or the house has to appraise at a certain X amount or a certain percentage of whatever, whenever you bought it. Um, but the reality is just, just a one little line saying that you have a right to extend the balloon for another three to five years. I think you're going to be safe. I have someone that is asking a question, balloon payment in seven years and he will extend if doesn't appraise. So is that like, what is, something Perfect. like that? Yeah. So we'll pay it needs five, to appraise. Yeah. Okay. We'll pay a million dollars in seven years if it appraises for that. Well, and some people, the re I don't like to have any balloons if you can avoid it. Right. But if you do, and uh, a lot of people use the Burr method to refinance out of the property. Right. And right. most of the time, most mortgage companies, if the house appraises at a hundred thousand, they'll loan at 80,000. Mm. So they'll loan at 80% of whatever the value is typically. So yeah. you want to make sure whatever your refinance is, it will be 80% of whatever that appraised value is. Got it. That's interesting. Cause uh, we're doing a subject to deal right now. And um, you know, obviously we're trying to sell it as much as we can. I, I don't know what will happen, but I mean, we actually, we have a flip too. I mean, there's a probably nice. there's a lot of build. There's a lot of builders out there that are building stuff. I mean, if, if something right. happens, it's going to happen to, it's going to affect a lot of people. And you know, we have yeah. two properties and the rest are wholesale deals, but you know, it, it's crazy. Cause when COVID hit, all the buyers stopped buying, but there was a one guy in our market that like was like, I'll buy everything. Forget this. And he just <laughs> absolutely has crushed it. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. It could keep I going know. up. My neighborhood just keeps going up. Maybe interest rates. So that might not stop anybody. Who knows? And, and, and I think it's going to vary depending on the parts of market, the, the, the different pockets of the, of the nation. Oh, yeah. Right. 100%. So like, Salt I mean, City. Arizona, we're a boom and bust state. We're kind of a boom and bust, you know, and other, like I grew up in the Midwest. So it's kind of more level, maybe four yeah. or 5%. Like, like Salt Lake city, because there's already kind of a shortage here and there's like not, it's like, they say you're landlocked, right? Who knows what will happen here compared to, you know, Illinois or, you know, I- Indianapolis It's probably going to be different. Yeah. Cool, yeah I think affordable affordability is a big thing. We used to live in San Diego Mm-hmm. And um, we rented a house there from a family member and the house at the time, I think back in 2000, before the crash was pushing up around 300,000, the oh, same man. neighborhood right now, they have houses. These are built in 1960, three bedroom, one bath, like a, a thousand square feet. That's tiny. Selling over a million dollars right now. Oof. So I think home affordability is going to be a huge point too. Yeah, man, it honestly doesn't make sense. It's unreal. Like my my grand um my wife's grandpa, he bought his house for sixteen thousand dollars in Canada and it, it, it when you know 40, 50 years ago, however long, and he just yeah. sold for one point three million in, in Canada. And this is a like a two thousand square foot home. Canada, if, if we're talking yeah. the United States is gonna get rocked, Canada's in trouble, man, because their their prices are just ridiculous. And they don't even have fixed mortgages, they mm-hmm. they do variable. They'll give you a fixed rate for five years and then it can change after that. So a lot of people, I mean, I don't know what, I I can't predict what's going to happen in Canada, but the prices over there are ridiculous. Yeah. I think the key is just watching out. If you start seeing a lot of the big investors and hedge funds start selling properties off, that's going to put a lot more supply 
out there and prices right. will start to fall. So just just well, be aware. It's not not doomsday. It's just we no, can make never, money in any market. Hey, honestly, it's never doomsday. You know why? Because yeah. you, you can't give up. You can't stop. I talked to an investor. I, I love this podcast I did with John Maxim. The guy, he told me, he's like, yo, man, I've, I've, I've gone broke three times and I'm, I'm, I keep <laughs> coming back. And the thing is, it's yeah. like, if something crazy happens, it's not just going to happen to me or you, it's going to happen, but we'll bounce back. We've learned the skill sets to get properties, to wholesale, right. to fix and flip. I mean, we, we know the skill sets. So, um, you know, what's really interesting, Brandon, I get people, we're on this podcast and I got a bunch of people asking questions like, Hey, who, who's got a buyer in Texas? I'm like, well, <laughs> we're on a podcast. No offense to anybody. <laughs> hey, ask the questions, but. They're, they're just they're hey, just, I have Nate has buyers in Texas. I have buyers in Texas. I'm, I'm, I was just kidding. That was just an example. <laughs> this one guy said, what is your guy's minimum net cash flow you would take on it on for a rental? So he's asking us a question. Maybe let's answer that. Okay. Uh, Brent, don't, we, don't we say a minimum cash flow on a rental that we would take is, is $300? Bare minimum. Yeah, bare, bare minimum. minimum. Right now, I'd probably want to get four to five, you know, at least. Um, and, and the reason being because you just want to if if some markets will never be affected on the rent prices, but some may, they may shrink a little bit. I think like in Arizona, we've, we've tripled our rent. I'm actually living in one of my old rental properties and we used to rent it, I think for 1350. And now I think two, right. I think it's, no, it's over three. It's over you're, three. You're kidding. Yeah. Over 3000. for just four, three. Like, I mean, you gotta be making some serious money. Yeah. Just put aside 3000 just for rent in, Mm-hmm. That's not man. That's crazy. No, I mean it's just you know, and um, in Queen Creek, Arizona, when I first moved out here, there was people that were losing homes, going back to the foreclosure or short selling their houses. There was a couple that had a house that was their their house payment was fifteen hundred dollars a month, and they decided to short sell the house and they moved next door, and the rent was seven hundred. Wow, that's so. crazy, man. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, <laughs> but a- a- anyway, so Brandon, let's kind of talk. So let's talk about how we met and uh, kind of g- then after we talk about how we met and how you helped us out, we'll talk about what you're doing now to help others like you helped me. Sure. Then we can wrap it up because, uh, you know, we don't make these too long. But so Brandon, me and Corey Royce, my business partner, everybody, if you don't know, we started doing wholesaling nationwide and we just went all in on pay-per-click. That's all we did. We didn't do, we didn't do texting. We didn't do cold calling any other marketing channel at the time. We literally just went all in on pay-per-click and we were, we didn't have the wholesaling nationwide thing figured out yet. So we pretty much spent ourselves into a big hole. And that has happened to lots of people who do wholesaling nationwide uh, pay-per-click because it's, it's a learning curve, right? You got to learn how to get buyers. You got to learn how to analyze properties. But once you do, it's, it can be very lucrative. So anyway, when we met with Brandon, we reached out to him. We said, look, man, like we're smart. We're not dumb, but there's something going on and we're in trouble. And Brandon, you were nice enough to, to work with us and help us out. And I think we joined the, the mentorship, but you, you took out, you know, time out of your schedule to work with us. And, you know, you remember that time when me and Corey were super distraught, you know, we were like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I saw it. Oh, I saw it in her eyes and you called it, you called it out. You're like, you guys look like you're done. (laughs) You get, but you know what I love the, here's the thing that I I don't know if everyone knows your story, but I mean, you've, you've, you've invested in education. You guys have gone through some of the top educators and, and masterminds and, 
um, friends of mine, good gurus, and, and a lot of, I mean, you guys are very knowledgeable. I mean, you guys learn from Alex Youngblood, uh, Jerry Norton, Carlos Reyes, Sal Shakur, right? A lot of these, Sean Terry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what happened is, is what happened to a lot of us that started doing PPC nationwide is we're blowing money and waiting yeah. for something to drop and um, it gets stressful. You guys, I don't think you were even taking money out of the business yet. We were taking a little bit here. Very little, very little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, we want, uh, yeah, we're looking yeah, at it as an investment, you know, like, Oh, we'll, we'll get it back. But it's, it, if you're not, if you don't have the right mentor, or there's someone to help you out, you could lose your money very quickly. Hey, but you know what? Now you just took the, you just took one little bit of instruction. And I said, well, one of the things, like my very first deal was a joint venture deal. Mm-hmm. I, you had, you had all the knowledge in the world. You had all the experience in the world. You knew how to find buyers. You just needed more deals. Right. So you started opening up your, your heart and helping out others mm-hmm. on social media and Facebook. You created your own Facebook group. It's just phenomenal. The whole right. selling real estate mastermind. Thank you. Um, and just helping people, just helping people, helping people, following the whole go-giver mentality. And deals started coming in. And it starts to just relieve a little pressure. Just oh, to gosh, have some it of that really money. Does, brother. It really does. So so what you told us is like, hey, help others, go giver. Like you said, you have the go-giver mastermind. Yep. And we started JVing <laughs> with people. And for zero dollars, we were there you go, the go-giver. For zero dollars in marketing spend, we were <laughs> able to recoup and get ourselves out of debt. And um yeah, I mean, even because we were in the mastermind, we found a buyer for one of our deals where we made fifty thousand dollars on the deal. When we were gonna make zero because we couldn't find the right buyer for it. It was a it was a deal where right. you really needed to have someone trust you because the the tenant in the house, it was. Oh, a I remember this one, the Colorado one, right? Yeah, yeah. That the, there was a tenant in the house. the 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 landlord was scared of the tenant because he was a bodybuilder. He has tattoos. He was jacked. He had like diamond piercings in his cheek. So the landlord's like, I ain't never going over there, and we would in the, the tenant like wouldn't, wouldn't leave. So we told all the buyers, it was a screaming deal. It was great. But we would tell the people like, Hey, there's the only thing is you can't see the house. It's a deal. Here's some pictures, but you can't see the house. There's a bodybuilder that lives in there. And, um, that uh, everybody was like, I'm not buying that. Nope, nope, nope. Everyone we talked to through the process that we were taught, but then we met someone in the mastermind, Sean Terry's mastermind. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy us a great deal. And I'll go talk to the guy. So he ends up buying it from us. We pays this $50,000 assignment fee. And then he goes and knocks on the door with the bodybuilder and says, Hey, look, I bought the house. I'm going to need you to get out. I hope I don't want to have to evict you, you know, have any problems. And the bodybuilder is like, look, man, I'm ready to go. That, that guy just, I didn't like that guy, but I'll move. And he, he was out like that. No problem. <laughs> That's and great. He, and he ended up making uh, Brian ended up making, I think $150,000 on flipping the house. Wow. So, so it was that a win-win. A we made deal. 50. Got out of the got out of debt. He made 150, made a good ton of money. So anyway, the the importance of networking, leveraging, go giving, helping others out, everyone can win. So you helped us out with that. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, thank you. You know what I love about you and Corey is you guys you guys go all in. You guys take action immediately. Oh, I think that's that's a big character trait for people that are successful. Is take whether you're right or wrong. It's like uh, my wife says it. She said this to me. We were talking about this. God cannot drive a parked car. He cannot steer a parked car. So if you're not moving in a direction, you can't crash. Yeah. I love that. And and, and what's interesting about what you said, like we, we are the best at taking imperfect action. We'll take action, but it might not be the right stuff. 
and I was on a call with Jerry Norton one one calls he was doing. He said imperfect action is the key. It's never gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and it's people talk about massive action. That's important too. But it's going to be massive and perfect action. You're not gonna know what you're doing because I get on calls and you get on calls because you coach and you yeah. coach and I, I I do some coaching. Um, a lot of people are. They, they're in deal analysis for years and years. And it's like, bro, if you would have just been calling, just get on that mojo dialer or get a batch dialer and just call, yeah. you probably would have had a deal already. You just, you're just watching too many videos. Overanalyzing uh, a bunch of education, right? So we yeah. get into information. We all do this. I think a lot of us, cause we, I think the difference is, is when you're scared or worried to still take some action. And there's something about building that there's a momentum that happens. You start getting whether, whether it's a win, it's, it's like a daily win, whether it's like making the calls, making some offers, you may, you may not have the win. You may not have the money in your checking account, but you're starting to get that momentum going. That's all about the momentum, bro. Mm-hmm. That spirit, like that spiritual momentum, that physical momentum, whatever you got, you got to keep it going in life. You got to have that momentum in. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because like I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm very transparent. Like today in my wholesaling business, everybody's calling and the mood. I don't know what it is, man. It just feels really low. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on today. It's just like I look outside. It's kind of a little dark, you know. But everybody goes through that. It's not always like rah rah. Like we got deals coming in left and right. And I I I bet anyone that says that is is trying to sell you something they're lying that's not how right. business is it's at least not my business brandon i mean it's it's up and no, down no, i i think uh if you think about all the uh, michael jordan kobe Bryant, i love hearing these stories right where they uh were working in the gym whenever no one else was around sh- shooting shots practicing a lot of the championships are won with no one's watching yep. that's when the real work's done when no one knows it's great to celebrate and throw a check up or a wire and say, Hey, look at me. I got this done. But, but the hard work happened a couple of weeks before that. Yeah, bro. No, everyone wants to throw up that check and say, Hey, I made 80, 50, 20, whatever you're making. And everyone says, Mm -hmm. sees how that works, but they don't want to talk about the squatter that wouldn't leave. And you had to battle that guy to get out or, you know, the, the title issues. And you've been waiting for that deal Mm -hmm. to close for a year. (laughs) I, I got to thank Sean Terry for a lot of a lot of the help that he's given me, he's kind of helped push me out of my comfort zone a lot. Cause I would overanalyze over things. So he's like, just get out, go do it. This he's like, basically gave me permission to make mistakes. Yeah. And, love- and that was very powerful. Cause then I felt free. I can do stuff. And we were, I mean, we had in, in what, four years time, we did over $4 million just in wholesale fees. That's amazing, man. I so, love it. So, yeah. So tell the tell the nation, investors drive nation or the world, whoever sees this, how what can they do? How can you help them like you helped me in, in my journey? How, what are you providing the 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 people, uh, you know, so they can grow? Cool, thanks. Um, well, I if you go to my website, it's brandontheman.com. It's you can schedule a call, you can call me, text me. I answer my own phone. Um, you can schedule a call. I, I do offer some coaching and consulting. Most of the stuff I do right now is consulting with a lot of businesses that are already established um, and helping them bring their business to the next level, kind of double the revenue is kind of yeah, what so not so is. much the brand new people that are trying to get a deal, their first deal. Um, not, not, not too much. I do do some coaching for new, new folks. And, and one of the, what I do to help the new, new folks is the 
understanding how to do a joint venture, understanding the yeah, basics yeah. of wholesaling. Um, and what I found is that's the fastest way for them to get checks. A lot of times they get checks in the first two to four weeks. Wow. So that's huge wow. for them to kind of get over that hurdle and then they get a win. And now they're rolling. We have, we have one of my students is, um, is doing an average of a deal with a, a week with us. We have, um, I don't know if you know who Cody Sperber is. Yeah. Cody Sperber. Yeah. So if you go to send us the deals.com, we're working together, him and Brian Applis and, and their partner Garrett, we, we do uh, nationwide dispositions for people too. So people send us deals and, what is that again? Send us, the deal. send us your deal. Send send us the deals.com. And that's to help them dispo, help you guys dispo. Yeah, we it? just help people dispo and joint venture and stuff like is that. Is that what you uh, mean by doing a deal a week? Is that is that what you meant? Uh that was one of my students that was doing that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he awesome. was just he's just consistently doing that, but he would send deals to us to dispo. He would go look at them locked up and then have us dispo wow. for them. That's awesome, man. Yeah, JVing is great. I mean, no matter what you choose, you really, it's just taking that action, making offers, mm -hmm. getting stuff under contract, whether you're doing it, marketing directly to the seller or talking to the wholesaler. Right. I mean, I think what, let me just tell you, what I think the problem is business that most people have is they spend all day on the whirlwind tasks that they think are important. And really the, what's important is getting offers out. And, uh, you know, ma making yeah. sure you get contracts like, but there's so much stuff in this business. You're like, do I have a good website? Do I have like, you know, do whatever, yeah. like things like that, like that aren't that important in the long, maybe in the long scheme, grand scheme. Like if you're paying a lot of money for PPC, like having a good website does help, but really like if you're new, it's just take, you got to get, get going, take action, start consistent, calling, start consistent action. Yeah. I have. So one of my mentors, I, I have a lot of mentors. Sean Terry's one of my mentors. Claude Diamond's one of my mentors. Um, a lot of the guys at my Go-Giver Mastermind, uh, the, the mm -hmm. REI Mastermind that is here in Phoenix, we have guys that are in there, like uh, all the all the folks from Batch, Skip Tracy, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, Evo, Annie, Jesse. We have uh, Steve Trang, Brent Daniels. Uh, Heavy Sean, hitters in there. Huh? Yeah, a lot. But uh, what's interesting is a lot of them, four years ago when we started weren't doing seven figures yet. Right. And wow. it was because they all gathered around. It's the spirit of go giving. It's not, it's not anything. All I did is help facilitate. Right. But they're all sharing the best marketing, the best ideas. And, and my, um, I have a, I have a uh, mentor of mine. His name's Claude Diamond. And he told me this. I don't know if you can see this or not. It, it, it's, it's getting kind of funky. Okay. Uh, there it is. New five, conversation. Five. Oh. Basically. You make five offers a day, talk to five new people a day, follow up with five people. Most people don't even do that. Well, most people can't even get five offers out in a day. <laughs> Maybe most people even don't if they say no, offer. right? Still an offer. Yeah, I mean, you're you're 100 right. Since I started doing the go giver thing and like giving back, like it, life has changed because you're just out there more. Like you're trying to give, you're trying to be, you know, be out, and it, it's a huge difference that when I first started. And I was just kind of felt like I was on my own. Right. But now like you can leverage, you can leverage people. You are making a huge difference. People that if, if they're watching this are not in your mastermind, the Facebook group, the free Facebook group, it's wholesale real estate mastermind. You giving away everything, all the good information you're, you're sharing yourself, you're answering questions, yeah. you're mentoring, you're helping. But also what I love about real mentorship, it's a two way street. Yeah. I'm sure they help you just like you help them. You know, my mentors have helped me. I've helped them. 
it's a two way street and, and you really are setting an example of what it is to be a go giver. So I, I, appreciate, I appreciate all you and Corey are doing. Let's go. I got to get, <laughs> I don't live in AZ, but uh, I got to get to that go giver mastermind that you guys got going on. Please come on down. Dude, so I'm going to, I'm going to be in Arizona next week for the freedom event. Um, me, so we're bringing Sean, our acquisition guy, Eric, our disposition guy, me and Corey. Make we're sure you're here Wednesday morning. Then I, we already got the tickets Thursday. We get in Thursday after Thursday night. You know what's going on Wednesday. Is that the go giver thing? Yep. Oh, dang. Yeah. It's it. an exclusive mastermind, right? I've never charged for it. It's invitation only. Mm -hmm. Um, but what, just to let you know, and and I haven't even put this out there even on my website, I don't think. So mm -hmm. um, we're going to be creating the REI Mastermind, a virtual version of this Go-Giver Mastermind to get Good other idea. people nationwide involved. Um, a lot of people, so they don't have to travel. And I had I have, I have guys in my mastermind coming, flying in from Texas every month. That's awesome, Just, man. Awesome. You know, so I want to make it where it's a lot more accessible for people. But it is going to be invitational. It, like you, if you want to be, if you want to find out how to join it, just go to my website, set up a call. I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, but we're not letting just everyone in. They have to have the right mentality. They have to be willing to share and help people. I got one last thing I want to add to that. Are you using? Have you heard of the program called AirMeet? It's the software that like lets you do meetings like I that. Haven't, I haven't. I've used it um, whenever my buddy Pace and Jamil were doing a, a go giver thing with Bob Berg. Yeah. I haven't really got used to it yet. Have you well, used it? I uh, did a demo with AirMeet about a week ago. It's very, very cool. I think if you built your platform, your your virtual mastermind off of that, because they have really? different tables you can sit at, like like and talk with people inside your tables. You have a stage and the, everyone can listen to. So it's literally like an event. Um, but it's virtual. So uh, I think it's really cool. I'm going to ch check it out. Airmeet. Yeah, do a demo. They do a free demo. If you sign up for free, they'll they'll email you because they want you to sign up. And it's like maybe like 100 bucks a month to, to have the platform. But I think if you built this thing on AirMeet, um, I'd go. I think a lot of people would go. Sure. Yeah, we, we've just been using um, Zoom recently. So yeah, Zoom works too, but AirMeet's like specifically yeah. built for, you know, having tables, people sitting together. You can have Love specific it. tables that are designated for, you know, dispo acquisitions, whatever you want. Wow. So people can sit together and, and talk about what they think is important. Um, yeah. So check it out. But anyway, I Brandon, I really appreciate you taking your time. You know, we'll, we'll wrap up now because I like to make these podcasts a little shorter because you know how it is people with the sh short attendance spans, you know? Yeah. But well, anything. No problem. Uh, Thanks for yeah, having me. Anything you want to leave uh, the the people with uh, like a golden nugget, like a nugget or something th that they can just remember? Is there anything you want to drop? Any information? You want to I, drop? I would highly recommend go and and check out Nate's Facebook group. He's dropping oh, golden nuggets every single day. Yes. Check it out and your YouTube channel. I see a lot of cool YouTube videos coming out. Thank you. Man. Um, it's it's really it's for me. I I don't know. If you talk to the my friends and family and and maybe it's a fault of mine, but I really get I really get excited to see my friends, my students, my mentees all succeed. Like I that gives me more thrill than anything else. I really yeah, enjoy that's awesome. that. Yeah, and I've just started helping more and more people, so I I, I feel like I can see that would be i mean i'm not saying nobody has progressed because i've had a lot of people been like hey man you've helped me with this and it does feel great so but i'm assuming i, I mean 
Yeah. It does feel you, good. So just to give you an idea, we have 200 people in my Go-Giver Mastermind, my the REI Mastermind here in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, I've done deals with almost everyone in there or they've done deals with everyone else in there. Almost everyone's done deals with someone else. So it's, it's just because you're a go-giver doesn't mean you don't make any money. Yeah. Yeah. So True. That's cool, man. Well, thanks for dropping those nuggets. And hopefully, you know, everyone that's listening on here, uh, will go to brandontheman.com, sign up for a time to chat with Brandon. He can help you in your business, whether it's, you know, structuring, uh, you know, your wholesaling operation, business, like business uh, organizations, whatever. Reach out to him because he'll help you out. Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Real Estate Nate. You got it, brother.